Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby. Bob Dog checking in with you Particularly Packers podcast once again. Um, follow us on social media. Subscribe where you get your podcast. Um, let's see. This episode is going to be about Aaron Rodgers, but it's dedicated to Kenny Maine. You're the man. Um, great career. Didn't always have cable like Aaron Rodgers said. However, when I did, I do remember you and the man, Stuart Scott, RIP. Um, man, man, what a great career you had. And we're going to wrap that up and whoop, 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 whoop. Aaron Rodgers, man. Bye bye, Aaron Rodgers. That's all I can say. It's time to go, man. We have a disgruntled employee in the building. Um, this is what it's seeming to be, and this is what it seems like it has been to me. Um, we can look back to Mike McCarthy. We can look back to when Favre was there and he was unhappy. I mean, he's always just been unhappy with something. But um, let's bring it all the way back. There's a lot of people saying, this all started with Jordan Love. Um, to those people, uh, maybe – this all started with your perspective from Jordan Love, but this this is an ongoing issue. Um, somebody should probably be slapped for saying that because this this has been ongoing. Uh, let's see. He seems like a girlfriend who hasn't left is honestly what it seems like to me. Like she's still with them, you know what I mean? Like she's still with them, but she's over there like, ooh, this dude ain't nothing. This dude ain't, you know, he's he's weak. Da, da, da. But it's like still sleep in the same bed, you know what I mean? You're there because you chose to be there, like. You signed five years, and then you got a couple years, what, two years into it, you decide, oh, I'm unhappy now, and I'm going to start throwing a fit. Uh, you signed up for five. You know what I mean? Like, you signed up for this. Nobody nobody put a gun to your head. You wanted the money. You took it, and now now you got, you're got you supposed to be earning it, but we're going to let this go on there. Um, uh, you know, just listening to the interview, I don't know who was all listened to it, but Basically, Aaron Rodgers thinks he's like a philosopher at this point. You, you can just hear by the way he's talking. I mean, you can te- definitely tell that he's smoking. You know, the dude, dude's pretty high over there chilling in Hawaii off that Maui Waui. And uh, he's he just sitting back, faded, just talking to the interview. The dude is just, I mean, he, uh, it, it's crazy that we keep going to these athletes for knowledge. You know what I mean? And, like, these athletes, they're great athletes. They're amazing athletes. They're not scholars. Um, they might have gone to college on a joyride. You know what I mean? When you're an athlete, you're not going there for knowledge, um, education. You know what I mean? For Per se, you're there as an athlete. Uh, you can definitely learn some knowledge, and there's definitely those that, you know, most of them I think will learn and get a great amount of knowledge. But it's not like a philosopher or somebody that's been driven by education or even, uh, you know, astrophysicist or somebody like Neil Tyson, somebody with, with knowledge from that era and somebody from knowledge from, you know, educating themselves in that rather than a playbook. You know, as a professional quarterback, you spend, uh, I'm sure, a great amount of time in playbooks and film rooms and everything while everybody else is spending time in libraries actually learning things. And so at this point, 16 years in the building, Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean? It's The dude, he knows the building in and out. Um, he's seen new management come in. It reminds me of when I'm working in the warehouses. I don't know who's ever worked in a warehouse, warehouse gang, you know what I mean? Um, we've all worked for minimum wage and busted our ass and basically got nothing, you know what I mean? I don't know if whoever's worked in a warehouse, you 
you bust your back, man. Um, that goes back to Aaron Rodgers saying people make a business and, you know, all this stuff where he's got a sense of entitlement. There's definitely a sense of entitlement. We'll wrap back to that. But um, people do make a business, even at a warehouse. You work for minimum wage. You can be there 20 years. If you've been at a warehouse for even a week, you'll meet the little old ladies, the little old guys that have been there 20 years making minimum wage. They get a raise when minimum wage goes up. They might make a dollar more. You know what I mean? They're happy. They're content in their life. They're pushing. Um, and then you have people that come in, uh, get raises, make it to the top, become leads, supervisors real quick, and they become unhappy. And they start talking bad about the company, and then you still have the old timer that's been there 16 years in production, still entry level, just working, happy to be at their level. I mean, it's it's all a mindset. Um, 16 years, he's grown, you know, He's grown unhappy multiple times at this point. Um, it's crazy because, like, he he did say it himself. It wasn't about the draft pick. The draft pick was basically just the the organization putting their hands up. Like, you know what? We're tired of this. Like, this is ongoing. When Matt Lafleur came in, and Aaron Rodgers supposedly was told, like, don't be the problem. This is ongoing. This is Aaron Rodgers. This is how he's been. Um, Mike McCarthy, man, once again, thank you for your service. Uh, I know you put up with this crybaby stuff for a long time. I know you did, man. And with that said, I hope that we're not getting them back. I'm sure that we will get Aaron Rodgers back because I know we don't want to trade him. Um, I hear people like Packers fans don't want, Packers fans don't want. Packer fans don't want this. You know what I mean? This is spoiling the locker room. We don't want our players to be interviewed about it all the time. We don't want that. We don't want this drama. We want to be asked about, you know, our acquisitions during the draft and how they're going to add and, you know, how, how strong this team's going to be and where we're going to get. And uh, it will be the most beautiful thing ever. Aaron Rodgers leaves. You grab the Jordan, Ro- Jordan Love rookie card right now. This goes back to you, Jerry. Grab it, man. I think we'll win a Super Bowl possibly this next year. That would be the greatest, like, accomplishment. It would be a huge smack in the face, but – it would be the greatest accomplishment. And I do say that because right now I think Aaron Rodgers wants a Tom Brady sellout team. That's what I, I see from Aaron Rodgers at this point. He wants a team. He sees we got Jordan Love, you know, Packer Nation. We got Jordan Love. Go, Pack, go. Um, we're building for the future, and we're, we're building to continue success. What he's looking at, and he's looking at Tom Brady, and he's looking at other things, and you see uh, Russell Wilson over there in Seattle. He wants the same thing. They want the team to sell out now for them. They know that their years are limited. They might have five years left, and they want to be fully invested for those five years or three years or however long they're going to be there, but they want to sell out for these three years. We got three chances. That's the way they look at it. From an ownership standpoint, um, you know, you have 10 chances. You're going to, you plan to be there for 10 years. You know what I mean? So you have to build for that time span. Um, Aaron Rodgers won't be there for 10 years. I don't think anybody in this organization after this will be there for 10 years. Uh, we'll see how things go. But this just really goes back to um, let's go back to entitlement. You know what I mean? Um, the entitlement, people make a business, and he just keeps talking about it. People come and go in NFL. The only person that's been around are the kickers and the quarterbacks. You know what I mean? They seem to stay around for quite a while. I'm sure they see plenty of faces, usually head coaches, wide receivers, running backs, linemen. Everybody comes. Everybody goes. You know what I mean? That's how it goes. Um, 
management is usually there. Anybody who's been in a warehouse, you'll get different plant managers. You'll get um, different, you know what I mean, different people. But the owners, the owners, you got the, the big top dogs and the office people. But the people out on the floor, they come and go. That's just how players are. Um, players always want more and more of a voice. I get it. I get it. There's a whole player movement and the players and the players. Still, I mean, this is a company. This is a business. This isn't about anything other than, I mean, they built this. You being out there and what they've built up to this point and his 16 years of service are minimal. His 16 years of service are minimal compared to what the Packers organization has built. You know what I mean? This is a executive decision after executive decision after executive decision. I mean, he has no idea what goes into what's built that company. Nor do I. Um, Mark Murphy probably has the closest idea, but even then, we're talking about history. Just, I mean, we're a decimal in the time. A little more than a de- We're probably a little more than a period in the sentence of Lambeau Field at this point, but basically a period in that time scale. You know what I mean? You're nothing. Um, you brought one, one Super Bowl in all these years, and it's, even with Mike McCarthy, man, we were so close. So close all the time. We were always close, always close. But it never happened. Last year, we were so close. It just took one or two plays made by Aaron Rodgers right there at the end. If, you know, coaching decisions were horrible. Um, Kenny King, he shouldn't have been put on the island. That was coaching and bad play. But Kenny, you know, he was set up for failure. That was bad, bad, bad. It was all bad. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers definitely could have saved the day. At the end there, he, he definitely could have done better. Um, he fell apart once again. It's nothing new. If you've ever seen Aaron Rodgers throw one interception, he's probably going to throw two or three. Um, he just gets off. He When he's off, he is off, man. Once you stagger him, he, he doesn't come back. He doesn't come from behind. I've heard some stagger, some, oh, my goodness, the stats. I should have brought him, should have got him out. It just hit me. But I know, you know, Matt Stafford and a lot of people have more comeback wins than Aaron Rodgers. He's not a come-from-behind type of guy. Um, he, he's done it in some in some crutch times, but not in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I hate to say Skip Bayless. You know, he's right sometimes because Aaron Rodgers, man, he chokes. In the big game, Aaron Rodgers chokes. In the year that we did win that Super Bowl with Charles Woodson and everybody, man, we were wilding on defense, man. It was It was crazy. So, with that being said, Aaron Rodgers, man, I'm not even hating because he's probably still going to be our quarterback. We do love him. We had a great years of service, but it has been a lot of drama lately. I mean, the last, I don't know, what, eight years pretty much with McCarthy and everybody, and we're always so close, and we're always a part away and a piece away. And the only piece that's remained constant now is Aaron Rodgers. And it's uh, just a constant result. You know, I mean, we did get one Super Bowl win. It, it is nice being a winning team. I'm not going to overvalue. That's why, I mean, I appreciate it all. I love it. I love being a winning team. I love being in the conversation for the Super Bowl every year. I don't take it for granted. I enjoy it every weekend. You know what I mean? I don't want to go back to a losing team. It sucks. It really does suck. Um, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan for, you know, basketball, so I understand losing. It's not that fun. Um, with that being said, you know, I don't know. When it comes to this entitlement, if any other position did it, it would be crazy because you got to think of a wide receiver, but you do have two of them on the field. So if a wide wide receiver 
started a bunch of drama because they drafted another wide receiver, traded for a wide receiver. I mean, what are they going to do? Trade them? If a running back starts, you know, complaining because they drafted another running back, I mean, is this what we want to do? Is this the precedent we want to set? Um, a kicker, if they draft another kicker, I mean, this is competition. This is what it's always been about. This is how it goes. You know what I mean? Um, the fact that Aaron Rodgers didn't need to understand it. If he remained at an MVP level, he wasn't going anywhere. You can't trade an MVP. Your job's always on the line. The fact that Jordan loves there, if you slip, he's there. You know what I mean? If you have MVP to MVP to MVP, I don't see you going anywhere. And you already know that. However, yes, they have somebody next in line. You know what I mean? And that's how it goes. Um, shit, I don't know what you want. What Most guys, if their girl leaves, they got a next one in line. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing. But that's just the way that life works. And ladies the same. Leave, leave, dude. Like, there'll be another. You know what I mean? You'll get replaced. It's it's okay if you're unhappy. Like, we understand. Not everybody's happy. Um, change of scenery is nice. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be the Tom Brady story. What if it's the opposite and, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur is the opposite with the Belichick situation and he becomes, he goes and actually wins the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers goes and misses the playoffs. Because he goes to the Raiders or some pathetic team. Hey, shout out to all the Raider fans out there. Because, man, you, you guys are the people I fight the most besides the uh, 49er fans, if, if anything. But that was one occasion. Um, with that being said, uh, you know, you got you to gotta call people out. Aaron Rodgers, man, he just had a whole interview. And basically, he beat around the bush. He showed love for everybody in this place except for Gutekinds. You know what I mean? Everybody in the in the Packer organization, the players, you know, everybody in there. Shout out to the coach. Like, he loved everybody. He basically called somebody out without calling somebody out, which he's been doing the whole time with having, you know, uh, his, his little minion speak for him and James Jones and John Kuhn. And he just, he's not trying to call somebody out, but he's calling somebody out. We all know he doesn't like Gutekunst. You know what I mean? We understand it. Uh, Goody makes all the calls. Mark Murphy, they make the calls. You know what I mean? And he, he don't like them. That's fine. Uh, most of the people inside of a warehouse don't really like upper management. You know what I mean? Some of them do, but some of them don't. You know, it's part of the game. Part of the game. Um, so call them out. I mean, if you have a problem with somebody, at least, well, see, we're ghettoized around here. So if you do have a problem with somebody, either you eat it and you go about your way, or you call them out and you do something about it. I mean, that, that's it. But to beat around the bush and do all this and have, hearsay, 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 that, that gets you punched in the mouth. Like, we're not with this. This is all bad. This is bad for the, the locker room. Um, it, it feels far from United at this point. If this is about money or if this is a power thing, whatever it is, this is personal. You know what I mean? He, he's not doing this for the team. He's not doing this for the fans. He's not doing this for anybody but himself. This is a battle within. Um like I said, being offended is a choice. If something offends you, you, you can look in the mirror and ask why. You know, and you should do that before you ask the other person why they did what they did. Before you ask somebody why they did what they did, you should look in the mirror and ask you why it offends you. Is this the way that you were raised? Why did your parents raise you this way? You know what I mean? Like, why, why does this offend you? This, being offended by something typically is a choice. You know, it's different. You talk about going around just like, you know, some crazy, like, lunatic stuff that i'm not even going to speak on but there's difference you know 
different actions that really justify. But for the most part, especially in a job, like you just do your job. They pay your check. That's all you're there for. Um, after some time, you start feeling like getting your emotions involved. That's typical. That's human nature, I would suppose. But, you know, your job as quarterback, your job there is only to throw the ball. Um, when you threw the five, when you signed the five-year contract, you signed up for five years. You know what I mean? If you want to bail out now, you can bail out. But you made a, that's a commitment. That's a five-year commitment to the organization, to the fans, to everybody. And that's the five-year commitment to the organization, organization to you. You know, you might get traded. It might, you know, other things might transpire, which you could have negotiated at the time of the signing the contract. But you took the money. You're here now. Um, now you don't want to play. You put us in a spot. They didn't want to trade you. You know what I mean? You put them in a bind, which is what you know you're doing and what you plan to do and what you want to do because that's the only way that you can get at these guys. Um, but this is that player player's right movement, I guess. Everybody wants a right. It's just entitlement. You know what I mean? Everybody wants something. Um, the, the millions that he's getting is not enough. You know what I mean? Like he wants He wants power. He wants his voice or he wants this and – he wants a phone call on draft night. Like, uh, there, there's no, you shouldn't have to call anybody if you're, you know, my personal opinion. You can if you want to, if you have that respect, but that all comes down to a respect level. How are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. But if they're on a professional level and it's just been professional from here on out, you know, they have history. For that phone call and you, everybody's sitting here and talking about blah, 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 like that all depends on your relationship with somebody. And if you're getting somebody's replacement, you know what I mean? You know the deal. And you know it's going to upset them. Uh, calling them, you're going to upset them. And you know what I mean? It's whatever you want. Um, they knew what Aaron Rodgers was going to feel about it. Aaron Rodgers did not want it. And if they would have called him and told him that they were drafting him, it, you know, it would. he wasn't happy either way. This guy was not here to be happy. Like, he's not trying to be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Packers fans, baby. Here we are once again, wasting time on Aaron Rodgers. Let's hope about a trade. Um, hopefully something pops up in the next couple hours. I see we're checking out more quarterbacks, more quarterbacks. Oh, man, Blake Bortles. I think he might be getting a chance. There's a good shot Blake Bortles takes over. Um, still, a, I, I was impressed by Blake Bortles when he was coming out of college. You saw a lot of, you know, good possibilities. Uh, Jacksonville, I don't think has ever had a good offense. There might be more to the organization than the quarterback, so – we might have something in, in that guy right there, Blake Bortles, or Jordan Love. You know, if he's ready, they'll put him in there. If he's not ready, Blake Bortles is going to be the man. Um, pretty sure we'll be good. You know, I, I feel confident that we can make the playoffs. Our division is not the hardest division. It's not a weak division. I think our division has been overlooked because the Packers are there, were there um, constantly winning the division. You know what I mean? Putting the Bears down, putting Minnesota down. They, they've had some great teams over the years. Um, fortunately, we had Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers were better teams. You know what I mean? For most of that part, um, here we go. I think we got to move. I think it's, from what I hear, man, there wasn't no Packer love in that. It was all about Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? His personal thing. That was a personal, you know, he didn't do that for anybody. He didn't want to touch on any of this drama. He wanted to just let it go and let his minions do the talking. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, we straightforward around here. You know what I mean? I don't know where he's from up north in the, in the nice little goody-goody area where you don't approach your neighbor. You call the cop on him and have the cops go over there and ask him to turn down their, their music or whatever. Like, 
over here, we just walk over, you know what I mean? Ask you, hey, bro, like, baby's asleep. You mind turning it down a little bit, try and get a nap? You know what I mean? I work night shift. Can you turn it down? They're like, oh, yeah, for sure, man. You want a Modelo? I'm like, ah, oh, no, nah, I'm cool, man. I'm trying to go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, that's how we do it around here. That's how you get things done. So, uh, to each their own. I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. But as a Packer fan, don't nobody needs to talk about Packer Nation's doing this, Packer Nation's doing that. Packer Nation's happy. Packer Nation's cool because we know if we trade him, I, I don't want to see him sit. I don't want the poison in the locker room and all that stuff. Like, it, that's toxic. We trade him. We get some picks. We get a player now, at least one player now, a key piece, hopefully a linebacker. Ooh, come on, linebacker. So if we could score a linebacker, a dope linebacker, or even sign K.J. Wright or somebody, you know what I mean? But we need a linebacker in there, a, a massive presence. If we could get a huge linebacker presence and some first-round draft picks, let's go, baby. You know what I mean? We can start building today. This goes back to you, Jerry, man, that Jerry Lo- that uh, Jordan Love's looking better. Jordan Love's looking better, man. Um, uh, I don't I don't know if he'll get the start. Blake Bortles, the dude was, has a lot of talent. Dude has a lot of talent, and Jordan Love wasn't even the second-string quarterback last year. So maybe he makes, maybe he dresses this year and rides a bench and sits behind Blake, or maybe we'll see. Training camp's big. It started yesterday. Aaron Rodgers, no show, but he's in Hawaii, and he shows up for a video conference. So, you know what I mean? He's making his points. He knows why, He knows the timing. He's got all this down. Um, the fact that it popped out during the draft, all this, none of this, you know what I mean? This is all planned. This is all orchestrated. This is Aaron Rodgers trying to do it at the worst time, at the the least opportune time for the organization. And whoo, here he goes, man. This dude really something. Um, let's let's go, Packer Nation. Hit me. I know I'm gonna have some haters on this one. I know some people. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that side with the employees. I'm just trying to be a realistic, you know, perspective point of view. That, you know, the owners, you know what I mean, won't be where we are today without the owners. You know, you want to have this opportunity to be working. There's people that go to work upset every day, and there's people that go to work thankful for the opportunity to go earn enough money to put food on their plate. You know what I mean? Because they understand. They understand that you could be part of the Bengals organization. They understand that you could be part of the Lions organization. They understand that it could be a lot worse. So you're just thankful. I'm around people that are unthankful all day. Which is fine. And there's nothing about my coworker. My coworkers are awesome now. But ungrateful people are just around us all day. You see them. You know them. Um, some of them are very skilled and they get catered to. But at some point, you know, they just want more, want more, want more. And want, want, want. There you go, baby. Here we go. Packer Nation. Hit me. Uh, particularly Packers Podcast. Subscribe. You know what I mean? Wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Check it out. We out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!